Good day and welcome to a new edition of a microdose diet. Today we're going to talk about how to prepare for microdosing psilocybin. I'm your host, Peggy Van de Plage. I'm a former finance person, a former banker and venture capitalist. And now I focus on alternative therapy for professional and personal development. So microdosing psilocybin. So as you can imagine, I'm asked tons of questions when it comes to microdosing psilocybin. So most often the questions are related to, you know, where to buy the products, what type of products, the frequency, and, you know, everything in between. One of the questions I'm never asked, though, is how to prepare to best microdose psilocybin. And uh, I'm sure you know uh, that quote, victory loves preparation. And that is extremely important as you microdose psilocybin, that you have a great preparation in order to maximize the results. So, so this week, obviously, I will focus on preparation. And if you carefully listen or watch this podcast, you probably know that I'm very, very focused on cleaning and clearing. So some of the themes uh, might be something you heard already, but you're going to see more information and you're going to see some twists. But once again, if you want great things to happen, you need to clean and clear the old in order to make space. So... uh, in the eventuality you are already microdosing, it is not too late. You can still do all of that while you're microdosing. It's no big deal. And if you don't want to microdose psilocybin, no problem either. You can also uh, take these practices and uh, deploy them in your daily life. You will see great results anyway. And uh, it's the new year soon, 2024. So maybe it's a great opportunity to start the new year on uh, in a great position. So uh, ideally, I would recommend to engage in these practices two to three weeks before you start microdosing. So you're much clearer when you introduce um, the, the, the microdose. So the first thing is detox your body. I'm sure you've read, learned, heard a lot about detoxing, but uh, there are a lot, a lot of things we can detox from and there is a lot of value to do that. So you can start with gradually limit your intake of alcohol, tobacco, recreational drugs if you take some, sugar, ultra-processed food, and meat. And in parallel, you can increase your water intake, uh, drink herbal teas, you can dry brush, go for a lymphatic massage or just a regular massage, take an Epsom salt, eat more fresh fruits and vegetables, work out and sweat, go to a sauna. So so basically, you know, do uh, less of the bad and more of the good. It doesn't have to be uh, zero to 100 kilometers an hour in three weeks. You know, you can just increase by 2% every day what you're doing great and decrease by 2% every day what is not so great. And just that in two, three weeks, you'll see great results. Another thing that we don't necessarily think enough about is the fact that chemicals are present in our environment under so many forms. Air, food, water, cleaning products, cosmetic, prescribed drugs. I mean, don't want to be paranoid, but there are a lot of chemicals in our lives around ourselves. So 
as much as you can upgrade your food to organics, filter your water, install air purifiers, swap your cosmetics and your uh, cleaning products to cleaner brands. These are not big efforts, but it can have a big impact. So I would totally recommend that. Um, you can also explore cleanses, liver cleanse with natural supplements, colon hydrotherapy, juice cleanses, and so on. So there are many, many ways to detox your body. And uh, I have a breaking news. Your brain is part of your body. <laughs> so you really, really want this toxin to leave your brain and body as much as possible. So really, you do your best, again, to decrease the bad and increase the good. You want to make space for new, great, supporting thoughts, cells, and habits. So if you're clogged up, it's very difficult to add anything great into your life. So you really need to start by cleaning uh, your, your body and your brain. Uh, the second thing you want to clear is your mind. And uh, clearing your mind, you have many aspects to do that. But first, it's always the same thing. Let's remove everything that is clogging you up for no great reason. So create more mental space with, you know, more thoughtful to-do lists, emails management, schedule management, social media and TV. So I would say start with shortening your to-do list. You should really ruthlessly cut all the useless and energy-sucking activities and people. Um, and, and you might have to learn to say no in order to do that. But you know what? It's a great skill to learn at any age. So I would highly, highly recommend to go in that direction. And obviously, less screen time is ideal. So limit the number of email, Zoom meetings, social media scrolls, TV programs, any other low-value screen-related activities would be great. Now, before I jump to the next category, which is clearing your space, I want to let you know that I am launching my microdosing product. They're highly premium. The name is Brain Power Microdose, and they will be ready to ship before the holidays. So if you want to be uh, one of the few people to receive it, because the quantities will be very limited for uh, this first first batch, uh, put yourself on the wait list on, on my website at themicrodosediet.com. So next, clear your space. So, you know, all these things that you have around you that is not serving you. The old magazines, the newspapers, the books, the clothes, the knickknack, you know, like all of that needs to go. You really, really, really need to look at your environment. And when I say your environment, it's your home, it's your office, it's your car, it's any other space, physical space you're spending time in. So really, really uh, clean all of that, clear all of that, get rid of things as much as possible. You can recycle, you can donate, you can do all this great stuff. Um, but don't keep things, <clears throat> sorry, that are clogging, that are clogging your space. There is no value. Another thing I want to discuss is upgrading your language. We don't talk enough about our language. So the first thing I want to talk about is avoid any negative exaggerations. 
So we all love this uh, little uh, exciting sentences. Oh, the traffic is horrible. The food is disgusting. That show was awful. For sure, it makes us sound so much smarter than anyone else. But you know what? Every time you utter these words, you are anchoring yourself deeper in negativity. So you can even go one step further if you really, really want to start to upgrade your language or clean up your language if you want to think about it that way. Use positive exaggerations for the things you like or to compliment ourselves or others. You know, we can, uh, we can never have too much of those. So drop the negative, unfazes the positive. Again, another type of things that will really help you upgrade your language is avoid any strong negative figure of speech, such as um, that meeting is a pain in the neck. Oh, this presentation is killing me. Because that is a catnip for your subconscious. Uh, you know, the, the brain thinks in picture. And uh, you just gave your brain a very vivid picture when you're talking about pain in the neck or elsewhere or presentation uh, killing you. So, so by making a connection between a physical ailment and an actual situation, you are suggesting to your subconscious what needs to be done. So uh, we think uh, connecting physical ailments to uh, your uh, current situation, especially if it's negative, if you want to say something extremely positive, that is fabulous and go for it. And uh, last but not least, when it comes to your language, I would say um, drop the bitch fest. Complaining um, never elevated anyone. Maybe it feels great sometimes, whether you're alone or in a group, but in reality, it's really, really negative for you. So again, before you start microdosing, you clean up your body, you clean up your mind, you clean up your space, and you clean up your words, you clean up your language. Once you've done all of that, you're ready to rock, you have plenty of space, I want you to do something else. I want you to set an intention. And uh, a, few, a few months ago, a good friend of mine asked me, what do you mean exactly by intention? And how do you set an intention? And sometimes intentions can be confused with goals because it might feel the same. But, you know, an intention really refers to the purpose behind a particular action. So it really involves the conscious decision to carry out a specific behavior, often with a desired outcome in mind. So uh, an example would be you, you want to exercise regularly because you want to be in better health, maybe to play soccer with your kids. So in that context, the intention is better health and the goal or objective is going to the gym four times a week for example so so you can think about intention as the motivation and thought processes behind your or someone's action your intention is your why your goal and objectives are your how so that's an important uh, decision. That's why your why it's so important. Um, but beware, intentions may not always align with the actual outcomes of actions. And the saying, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. 
And on another note, which is something I, I speak quite um, quite a bit on this channel, is you may have both conscious and unconscious intentions influencing your behavior and bringing you mixed results in your life. And this is why becoming aware of your unconscious blocks and limitations in order to release or integrate them is so important. The conscious mind is only 14% of the game. Unconscious, subconscious is 86%. So obviously, well, you want to do the 80-20, even more than 80-20, you want to work on what uh, makes the most difference. And that's why mindset work alone will never be able to bring you long-term stable results. Because if your unconscious mind is not supportive of your intention, it's, it's just going to sabotage you every time. And for, from his perspective, from the perspective of your subconscious mind, is not sabotaging you, it is supporting you. So that's why in the microdose diet, um, I focus so much on removing the unconscious barriers. So you can really, really run the show from a conscious perspective. So there are many things uh, that meet the, 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 the eye when you set an intention. So when you decide to microdose, you set an intention. Um, you're starting to microdose for a reason. Whether it is better mental health, better health, increased longevity, mood boost, better focus, increased performance. Anyway, there are many, many reasons for you to start microdosing. And this is your intention. And the goal in that process will be to microdose every two, three days. So microdosing every two, three days, that's your how your better mental health, um, mood boost or increased performance, that's your why. So every time you take your microdose, every two days, every three days, I want you to remember your why. I want you to reconnect to the why. So just don't swallow your tab mindlessly. It takes two seconds, just reconnect to your why. You can even visualize yourself having this better health, better mental health, increased focus, increased performance, amazing mood. And that will really, you know, I'm sure you know the placebo effects. I wrote tons of time on um, the mind-body um, connection and how much impact, positive impact, but also negative impact, actually, uh, you can have uh, on your body uh, based on uh, your mental um, perspective. So set your intention that when you take your microdose, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna have the result you're, you're looking for. So um, having an intention really, really help you direct your attention in the right direction. So the direction you desire, mood boost, for example. So, so hopefully you will stick to most of these practices and make them part of your daily life, even when you started microdosing, even if you don't microdose, even if you stop microdosing. Uh, it is, you know, these are great practices anyway for your life. Um, you are now ready when you've done that for two, three weeks to bring great things and great people in your life. You created the space, you created the mindset, you created uh, uh, hopefully some uh, some um, 
nudges in your subconscious by constantly reminding yourself of your intention and by changing self, by cleaning everything, you're also telling your intentions, things are changing, you know. So it is the perfect time right now to start microdosing. And uh, you can get more details around how to uh, microdose, uh, the benefits of microdosing, what is a day in the life of a microdoser uh, by, uh, you know, looking on my um, on my uh, YouTube channel or on my uh, podcast. Uh, you have all the previous uh, recordings and I uh, spoke a lot in the past about that. So once you finish this episode, I'd love to hear your thoughts, comment to share your views. And, uh, you know, don't hesitate to like, subscribe and all that great stuff so other people can also find these videos. So thank you so much for taking the time. I'm wishing you a lot, a lot of success with your microdosing and looking forward to uh, speaking with you very soon. Bye-bye.